every holiday season, there's one toy everyone has to have. I want the Turbo Man action figure with the arms and legs that move, and the Rocket Roar jetpack, and the Boomerang shooter. Getting it is every child's dream. Whoever doesn't can be a real loser. Finding it. You got the doll, right? Is this father's nightmare? I'll get that toy. I promise. Whoa! Nothing like waiting till the last minute, Howard, sir. Especially on Christmas Eve. your Christmas spirit. The last one just left. Now, it's two fathers. This is war. One mission. Woo! Oh, poor baby. <laughs> and every man for himself. I think maybe, though, know, we could join up as a team. You know, like, like Starskin Hutch. We're late delivery of Turbo Man at Toy Wars. Let's go. Is there a problem, officer? <laughs> you can never do too much to make a child's Christmas magical. Hey, buddy. From the director of Mrs. Doubtfire. You want a Turbo Man for Christmas? Forget it. I'm not going to sit in your lap. Tony, show me. That was taken this morning. And from the director of the Flintstones. Don't open that up. No, no, no. Of course, there's uh, some assembly required. You know what you guys are? Nothing but a bunch of sleazy con men in red suits. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sinbad. I work for the post office and I'm unstable. Tell him. This man is totally insane. Thank you. Christmas comes but once a year. No! Jingle all the way. You picked the wrong day. Hello and welcome to The Ravens, a movie and TV show podcast. I'm Simon. And I'm Dom. And tonight's movie for debate is Jingle All The Way. So hello and welcome to The Ravens, a movie and TV show podcast where it is always 10.30 at night, so it's time to grab the snacks from the sweet cupboard, move on upstairs and settle in as tonight's movie for debate is Jingle All The Way. Dom, we are here. How you doing, my friend? I'm not too bad, thank you. Not too bad. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to talk about Jingle All The Way. Dom, did you know that we have had not one, not two, but three cast and crew members from Jingle All The Way on our podcast? Wait, cast members? Cast and crew. Okay, so we had Brian Levant, director. The, direct, the director of Jingle All The Way. And we've had, that was a over an hour interview. You can find it on our feed talked a lot about Jingle All The Way as well as Beethoven, the Flintstones and his toy collection. You can find that. Yes, that's one. Think back to the early days of people that we had on. I will tell you that one of the cast members that we had on was a background performer, was a child. So think about child actors that we've had on. All I can think is that um, the girl that was the baby in One Tree Hill. 
No, think about movies. <laughs> think about one of the first people we had on. He was in Little Giants. Uh, Marcus Toji. Marcus Toji was one of the like one of the kids in like the ball pit. Oh, when, <laughs> you know when like the bouncy balls go on and around. Yeah. And then we have one more, which uh, you wasn't on for that one. I did this one on my own with Jane Plank, who played. Oh, no, the character's name's gone from my head from Mighty Ducks. She spins. She's like the ballerina in the first Mighty Ducks and spins around with the hockey stick. Oh, I can't believe I I can't believe I'm not remembering, but she was one of the carolers in Jingle All The Way. So she was Tammy Duncan. Oh, my God. That just came out of nowhere. It's like it exuded your body. Uh, I feel so good that that came out. Um, Yes. She uh, was on the podcast and she was one of the carolers um, in when, you know, when Arnie, I can't remember his character's name. Does it matter? Arnold was <laughs> stealing Howard. Howard, Howard, of course, of Howard, uh, was stealing the toy from uh, Turbo Man from his neighbor. The carolers that are outside. She was one of the carolers. And this was filmed in Minnesota, which is where. The Mighty Ducks was filmed. I think she was like a local hire. So, yes, so we've had three of the director, two background performers, jingled all the way. But before we talk about the details of this movie, this Christmas masterpiece, Dom, what's your history, connections, (laughs) memories of Jingle All the Way? I think we need to change that question for when we have films like this because. There is no connection. I have no connection to this film at all, other than I watched it for Brian Levant coming on to the podcast. For the first time? Yeah. No, 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 no. Not for the first time, but I I watched it before we had that. So I was watching it yesterday thinking, I saw this so recently. Like, why am I watching (laughs) it again? I literally watched this recently. And I had watched it, like, fairly recently because I watched it for when Brian was on. And... Uh, other than that, my connection is I remember it when it was out. That's kind of it. I just kind of remember it. Uh, it doesn't hold a special place for me anywhere, unfortunately. And sorry to those uh, that it does hold a special place for. But for me, this is not that film. Okay, well then, what about instead... Talk to me about your connection or how much you liked, disliked, or your feeling towards Arnold in this like early mid nineties time period. This is the I'll do anything for money phase, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> Just straight into that. <laughs> like I, I I have a lot of respect for, for Arnie and I love a lot of his films, you know, can't go wrong with Terminator Two. It's an absolute classic. Uh, even The Terminator is, is a great film as well. Um, maybe it's because he doesn't say a lot. But he's done a lot of like of good stuff. Along with Kindergarten Cops, a, a great one. You know, it's, it's great. It's funny. It's entertaining. Um, it's True, like, lies. Uh, True, True Lies. True Lies is, is brilliant. Um, there's so many. There's so many good ones. This is not a good one, in my opinion. It's, uh, I'll do this because I'm going to get paid a lot of money to do it um 
to be silly. But he is he is good at being silly as well. He's got that perfect like he could be you know he's got he's kind of got both sides of the the kind of voice spectrum, hasn't he? Where he's like, come with me if you want to live or Oh Jamie, I need help you know, <laughs> like screaming like ridiculous things. So I think there's he can do both. He can do both. But this is like Batman and Robin phase, isn't it? It's Oh man <laughs> <laughs> Ice to meet you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't do a good Arnold impression. I really wish I could, but my gosh, does he say Jamie a lot in this <laughs> so film? Much. So, so much. Jamie, put your mother on the phone all the time. Just like, oh my God. <laughs> and also, no wonder Jamie doesn't like you. You treat him like trash, like <laughs> garbage. I'd rather sell mattresses than be your father. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My number one customer. Yeah. <laughs> when he says that to his wife, like, whoops. <laughs> you're a shit husband. You're a shit dad. You're a shit bag. That's what you are. But what ah. about you? What's, what's, uh, what's your history? What's your memories? Well, inevitably, saw it in the cinema, loved it. It's your favorite film ever. You bought the T-shirt, got the action <laughs> Got the action figure now, uh, actually. <laughs> <laughs> got a book? Uh, I'm sure he's in the book. Must be in the book. Got the book next to me. Yeah, so Dom, the reason Brian Levant was doing, let's call it a promo tour, a press run, and he had to, had to stop by the Ravens podcast to, he was asking you know, us, reach, if anything. reach our millions <laughs> of listeners. Uh, yeah, wait, what was the point of this? Yes, he had a book. He was at promoing a book, which Dom very kindly bought me for my birthday christmas birthday christmas birthday. one of those two it was it either was a, my birthday or jesus's life. birthday one of them <laughs> yeah and and i have it and it's great and yes i'm sure there's a whole section on turbo man in there and you haven't away, read but it cover to cover not yet okay i'm waiting for christmas night when everyone's gone to bed santa's been and gone i'm gonna get into that but but yes i do not really have any memories of this from childhood like it's definitely i feel like i can remember the the cover of the box of the vhs box from you know strolling around blockbuster looking for what it'd be but i don't believe i'd ever rented it i actually don't think i ever saw it in full as a child i think i'd seen parts of it on tv and I enjoyed Arnold definitely from all of the movies that that you named particularly True Lies was a big one Terminator 2 was a real big one for like for our childhood which is such a weird thing to say like like particularly like you and I would watch things like Terminator 2, Die Hard, Lethal Weapon all of those movies we were like 9, 10 (laughs) and they were they were like hard 18s in those days you know but god bless the 90s uh but yeah i don't think i ever really saw it in full and then i think i probably saw it properly for the first time like maybe like a few years ago even like oh i'm gonna put this on at christmas i think it might have been on netflix before disney plus came and just took over everything or took its back catalog back and i enjoy it for what it is like i enjoy i watched 
watched it finished it today but watched it over the over the last couple of days and enjoyed it and i enjoyed it in my adult life for what it is it's very reminiscent of the 90s it's very reminiscent of the sort of film that wouldn't be made today not because it's like offensive or anything like that but i don't even know who you would cast to be this arnold character like i was thinking like the rock gets a lot of uh, comparisons to Arnold as like a modern day he kind of plays himself in every movie he's kind of the the action massive you know muscular guy but like, I could imagine The Rock doing it but it would be completely different because The Rock is a bit more like charismatic like, like I love Arnold but he there's no way for him you don't look at him and see a character you look at him and see him and we all love him for being him and i'm to some degree the rock does that a little bit but he's able to sink into a character a little bit a little bit more not not that far off from how arnold is to be real but yeah i but i i really enjoy this period of films so much of this is ludicrous um I don't want to, like, be mean at all uh, to a child, but the kid in it isn't particularly good. I mean, he's the original Anakin Skywalker, isn't he? Yes, and that's also... I think there's, like, some sad stories surrounding him, isn't there? Like, I think that in real life, he then like quit acting, and I think he didn't have a very good experience. I think people were, like, mean to him like bullied him for being like Anakin and all of that sort of stuff which ironically I really like I really enjoyed pod racing and that first Star Wars was like a big part of our childhood because that came out when did the first when did the first of the prequels come out like 99 98 99 yeah so how old were we then like 11 going on 12 yeah so I remember having like the pod racing game for like n64 or whatever and i i really enjoyed that element of the of those of that movie so enjoyed him in that but he was just a little bit stiff in this but to be fair i mean he still did a slightly better job than arnold i mean arnold's in there he he punched a reindeer like i don't (laughs) the best character in this was the neighbor like the sleazy neighbor Phil Harmon, I think, isn't yeah. it? Rest in, rest in peace. I think he uh, passed away not that long after this uh, movie, sadly. Uh, when you, so, when yeah, you, sorry. When you, when you hear him speak, can you hear anything other than Troy McClure? Is that what that is? Yeah, he's Troy He McClure. does the voice of Troy. Right, I knew that voice was so recognisable, <laughs> but I didn't know that's what it was from. You watch a lot of Simpsons, but that's, yeah, it's Troy McClure. There we go. All okay. I can hear when he was talking in the film was, uh, hi, I'm Troy McClure, and you might remember me from films like P is for Psycho and stuff like that. You know, just... <laughs> the president's neck is missing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just right. ridiculous things, but yeah. But yeah. Well, okay. He, he, so, he was decent. He was decent. Yeah, he. it was a funny aspect. Well, let's, let's take it from the beginning. Can you give us like a dom oh, synopsis of the movie? I mean, it's fairly straightforward right it's kind of like classic bad dad film isn't it Mm -hmm. really like i just said christmas but essentially we have 
Howard, who is played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, who is a is he an executive or something like that of like this mattress company he sells mattresses but he's all, he's like constantly working he's super super busy which makes him kind of like a not present father and not present husband in the life he misses stuff he misses events even his assistant which i called this bit the original love actually moment because she's got the signs and she's saying it's your kid's mm-hmm. karate thing in 20 minutes. You said that an hour ago, you know, because he's like, I'll make it. And it's like, you're not going to make it. It's, you know, you're you're, you're going to be late. But he's, he, you know, he he's the overcommitter. He's, he, you know, he's really committed to his job and um, selling all that stuff and making all that good money. And it's the Christmas party, but he's not even joining in with the Christmas party, like the work, the office Christmas party. He's cracking all the work and making those sales and making his customers feel like that valued that you're my number one customer. And he says it to everyone, and then you know, obviously, makes the big mistake of saying it to his wife on the phone, who phones at the same uh, like whilst he's going for all those calls, and basically gets himself into the early stages of trouble with his son, which is you didn't attend a big event, which is him passing his like karate grading and getting the next belt, you know, because what belt did he get? I can't remember. Was it green? Purple, purple, purple. Oh, I got purple because purple leads to green. Green leads to orange orange leads to black black leads to the dark side so (laughs) he was trying to save he was trying to save him from a (laughs) sith life yeah basically if he'd been a more attentive father um he wouldn't have become a sith lord and then killed all those younglings not the younglings (laughs) (laughs) um anyway yeah Eventually, when he does catch up with Jamie, so he does he does get back home. He's missed everything. He's missed he's missed the event, and Jamie thinks he's the worst person in the world. But he then goes into kind of explain some things and talk to him and like like I want to make him, I want to make Jamie feel a bit better about it. So, like, kind of makes another promise to Jamie, and the promise is he'll get get him the the present that he most desires. And Jamie's favorite thing in the world is. Turbo Man. Turbo Man. Turbo Man and the two finger salute. The I Al Ballin. I want you to do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's where that comes from. Al Ballin is Turbo Man. Um, <laughs> uh, and then it's it's basically just chaos from that point. It's Christmas Eve. He hasn't bought the present yet. He goes from place to place to place trying to get it. Uh, and it just becomes absolute madness. Like, uh, he fights a postman the entire time. The entire Sinbad. time. Sinbad. Sinbad is so good. The introduction of Sinbad, where he's basically choking a woman outside the sh- shop, is so funny. <laughs> oh dear! Like I mean, like they make a whole joke of the all the the crowd waiting at the doors, and it's like we, we've got to get in to get the Turbo Man to the toy store. They open the doors and they just trample that bloke, um, and he's like flattened. And then it's like, have you got a turbo man? And the guy that laughs is like, <laughs> like proper like creasing because, you know, the, what a stupid question. We haven't had them for months, you know. Um, we have plenty of booster. Yeah, nobody wants booster. Nobody likes booster. <laughs> hey, the kids beat up booster at the end in the parade. <laughs> it's because nobody likes booster. So funny. Can um, we just talk about how Turbo Man is essentially, they show like a TV promo and Turbo Man is basically like Power Rangers, right? Yes. He's like a one-man Power Ranger slash Iron Man. Yeah. 
But there were and weird, he, like, Power Ranger characters that came out. They were all different colours, weren't they? But they were the bad man's things, like yeah, minions, weren't they? Yeah, they were, yeah, they, they were the stormtroopers, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but do you think that, depending on who they cast as um, Howard, would depend on how they would have done Turbo Man? Like, as in, because when... On when Arnold becomes Turbo Man at the end and puts the suit on and everything, it's like, oh yeah, of course he's Turbo Man. But I guess really it's just the helmet, so it wouldn't have mattered, right? Like as in you just seen the eyes and the nose, though. I mean, we'll talk about it when we get there. But the fact that Jamie isn't able to distinguish his dad's very distinct accent amongst all of the Americans, also doesn't know his dad's eyes and nose is alarming yeah jamie jaw as well you can sort of tell from a jaw can't you a lot of the time can i let me ask you a question about arnie in films unless it's directly referenced are we to assume he's american i don't it's just a question that's never to be asked it's same with like liam neeson (laughs) like what accent is that like (laughs) this mud are you you irish american british you kind of just this muddled accent some kind of goat (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of the same with mel gibson though these days like his accents kind of just bled across things it's like you're not australian you're not american you're weird but but i I, because i always have this perception that we're supposed to assume that he is just like your normal american dad so the accent doesn't exist but he can't hide it can't get rid of it so we just go along with the fact that because there's no mention of him being austrian or from europe or anything like that and it's in a lot of films as well where he's just like got his arnie accent because you know he can't do anything different but are we to assume that he's like in twin oh no twins it's explained because he goes he's separated at birth one goes to europe one stays in america right and then I haven't find seen twins in so long, but yes, that sounds. I'm pretty okay. sure that's that's kind of what happens, or he's like taught at home, like on his own in a little hovel sort of thing. So he he doesn't really have contact with the outside world. So he might have a weird accent. It's kind of explained, but pretty much every other f- film, it's never unless it's directly mentioned. I always have this impression that we're supposed to just assume he's American. Like ha- his character's name in this is. Howard Langston and you sort of think it's not a very I mean his real name is Arnold Schwarzenegger you couldn't get any more Austrian if you fucking tried so Howard Langston isn't very Austrian is it Uh, he is also it's not just that he has like this accent that sticks out he's also like six foot four or whatever and just absolutely (laughs) built like it's just a unit like he looks like he could snap turbo man just normally you know (laughs) But at least that's referenced because um, the next door neighbor says, "Well, you can't bench your pre- bench pressure way out of this," you know. So at least there's at least there's a reference to him being fucking huge. But my my favorite line is nothing to do with anything in this film, which is from <laughs> Phil Harmon, the neighbor, when he's just like when he's talking about releasing the reindeer, and he's like, "I've been watching like a herd of deer around by the lake." I'm gonna I can't, I'm gonna look it up for in a minute so that I can say, it. but it's just so good and i remember i think either brian levant said it or i just read it online but sinbad i think basically improvised all of the time like just it was improvising what he was saying i wonder if um phil Harmon was doing the same but yeah possibly. yeah and of course playing howard's wife 
is your favourite person's real life wife? Who? Tom Hanks. Oh, is it? Oh, I didn't even know. I didn't even. That's Tom. Arnold Howard's wife in this is Tom Hanks' wife in real life. I didn't even realise it was her. <laughs> is, is it Rita, Rita Wilson? Is it? Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, Rita know. Wilson. Oh, oh okay. Phil, Phil Hartman. Sorry, I've been saying Phil Harman. Hartman. Okay. Yeah. Sinbad, Jake Lloyd. Accent. No one would have noticed. Yeah. Yes. Well, we, do you want to see, what do you guess Jingle All The Way gets on IMDb? What What does it get? What has it scored on IMDb? Yeah, like what rating? Okay. Uh, before you answer, I'll tell you that it, to get this rating, there's been 113,000 views, uh, votes, okay. sorry. So there's a firm amount. And I'll also tell you that it's currently sitting number 29 in the charts Jesus. of like most IMDb movies. So it's obviously making the Christmas rounds. Yeah, it's because we've just gone and watched it a hundred times. Um, yeah. I'm going to say seven, a flat out seven. Wow, seven. I mean, I don't think it's a seven. But I think IMDb people do because it's weird. A f- five point seven. Oh really? Five. Oh, I was ge- seven, I, I was going to be like five point four originally, and then when you said wh- then you throw me off with all your numbers, and I'm like <laughs> okay, so it's going to be high. So I went with seven. But yeah, okay, that that's reasonable. That's about right. Would you like to take a guess at budget? I'm quite surprised by the budget not gonna lie there was a lot of shit going on a lot of stuff having a lot of costumes as well but also with all due respect to it besides besides arnold it's not that far off of a tv movie yeah yeah it's 90 minutes as well bang on that's include that's like including credit time you bang on a hallmark sticker on it and it's every classic hallmark film a uh, handsome Austrian man <laughs> is useless at his job. <laughs> oh, he's useless <laughs> at being a dad. Um, but saves the day in the end. I think 80 million? 80? Spend? Can I just remind you that the budget for Jurassic Park was 60 million? Because do you remember the ride cost 80 million? It was like the ride cost more than the movie. Um. Okay, 60 million. Take 20 off. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> now, would you I, I like? Mean, I would have thought like twenty million would have gone in Arnold's pocket. To be honest, but that's crazy. W- would you like to guess how much it grossed in the U.S. and in Canada, so North America? Hundred million. Sixty and a half million. But worldwide, it grossed just under a hundred and thirty million. Oh, okay. So okay. really, okay. kachinged in the other con- in the other countries around the world, yeah. which means for a hundred and thirty million, you know, it over doubled its budget. So that's a success. Do we have any Austrian listeners? I'd love to hear how Arnold is perceived in Austria. Is he a hero? Is he like, yes, this guy's gone and like made Austria mega famous, but or is he like an embarrassment? He can't be an embarrassment. I mean, he's the man. Who doesn't like Arnold? He's a man. 
He's the man. <laughs> I'm having to now check the uh, budget for Jurassic Park. The budget for Jurassic Park sixty three million. So yeah, and it's made over one point one billion with a B. <laughs> they must still be making money. Yeah, they still like release it, don't they? They'll re-release it for anniversaries and things. Um, so let's talk about some of some of the absurdities here. So Sinbad pretends to have a bomb in to win a radio DJ. Straight to the bomb bit. We haven't even like we forget the lottery, the little lottery they do in the store. Let's just the, dance around. Let's dance around. Let's we'll hit it all, but let's 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 twister <laughs> in here. So he pretends to have a bomb, actually is a bomb, and yeah. the radio DJ is the principal from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Uh, yep. <laughs> you recognized him? I did, yeah, yeah. Straight away, yeah. And actually does blow he blows up a police officer who's holding the bomb who actually should have been decapitated. <laughs> but I mean, just the whole in room. Given the explosion and the amount of like the explosion that we hear and see is not indicative of the damage done to the human life in that room, is it? <laughs> there should just be nothing but brain matter and skull <laughs> planted and placed, painted on the walls. <laughs> That's it. Exactly that. You know, a whole floor has been destroyed, but all police officers survived. Uh, this one police officer, was it the same one who just keeps getting dicked over by Howard? Like, he even gets gets hot coffee in the face at the parade, just continuous. Breaks his uh, bike mirror because um, he, he's the one that pulls him over, does all the tests on him, like the, the alcohol tests, mm-hmm. um, the drink driving tests, I should say. Um, and then, yeah, he gets blown up and his hands are destroyed and he gets coffee poured on him and his bike mirror is broken and everything for goes what? wrong for this guy for doing his job like what did he even do wrong like, if he did the film from the from the police officer's perspective howard is the villain he's a dick yeah <laughs> yeah should be arrested <laughs> yeah even when he tried. realizes he's turbo man like we could use a guy like you on the force take yeah. him away just we could use a guy like you in prison yeah, because you've committed several crimes today. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. Including blowing up a building and attempted murder. Or like, well, I suppose it was the postman, but he knew about it. You know, he's an accessory, I guess, to attempted murder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or attempted manslaughter. I don't, I don't know the, you know, the, the technical complications here. We'll let the courts work that out. <laughs> Sorry. Above our pay grade, but what about um, <laughs> what about when he goes to the like black market Santa factory where they're making like fake toys, and uh, that he gets like the, like the Mexican version of Turbo Man or like the Hispanic version? It's speaking. Yeah. Was he speaking Spanish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where as a Spanish speaker, what did did you know what? he was saying like was it saying the same turbo man phrases i am no i wasn't paying the slightest bit of attention to that i just hear the voice but i didn't pay any attention to the words but i could go back and find out but it's not worth it it's It's really it's not worth anybody's time is it (laughs) then the big show was in there oh i was just gonna ask is it the big show it looks like him and he's 
fucking huge. So I assumed it was, but I, I couldn't, I wasn't quite sure. I had a turbo man, can't tell he's my dad moment. <laughs> yeah. And mini me. Was he in it? Yeah. Mini me was the the small person in it, the small Santa that he like froze at big shows like balls. <laughs> I am just going to check. His name's Vern. I think he passed away, sadly. Oh, Vern but, Troyer, so, is it? Yeah, I'm just trying to look to be sure that it was him. I'm fairly certain it was. But let's just check. Marcus Toji comes up. Little boy with car remote. I guess that means remote control car. <laughs> um, Paul White... <laughs> Tell me more about some of your... Well, well tell just, me more about that part. Just in that scene in general, like Jim Belushi playing your classic Santa con man takes him to this warehouse full of Santas. What's quite funny is that that's like, they all kind of like believe that they're in this like Santa group and they have elves. So they're all kind of fulfilling that role. So you've got Santa and elves and it's like, go and get me a coffee. And like, you know, elves will go and get Santa a coffee. Um which was quite I, I thought it was quite that was a funny moment that was quite good um and then it just yeah it's a you're all you're all a bunch of con men or whatever you know um and then it just becomes chaotic fight and he picks up the candy cane um off off the pole or whatever and he's hitting them all with it and it's pretty solid candy cane it's lasting it's like it's doing doing a pretty good job knocks i, I think i counted like 25 people he knocks down with it and then the big show appears and he smashes it across his chest and it's just like, ha, 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 that did nothing. And he gets launched across the place. And then, yeah, like you said, he gets, he throws a an elf at his, at his groin. Or, or was it a Santa? No, it? no, it was an elf and it was Vern Troyer. He was uncredited, but it was him. Ah, uh, cool. So, yeah, there you go. Nice. And, and I mean, we also have the whole lottery thing the lottery ball thing now as a former retail employee or someone that you know worked retail for how long like a decade and a half uh yeah a little bit longer than that yeah wow so you know a, a fair amount of time so you would have seen like the launch of things that people went crazy for i don't know like the new call of duty the new fifa whatever toy do you have any particular like memories or examples of something like obviously not you know like a version of like tamagotchis or furbies but current day did you have anything like that where people were just like crazy actually yes <laughs> so every it? every year sainsbury's does a toy sale and when i was working there it was like a, a bigger percentage off the items than it is now uh, to a degree like i think they the the purpose of it was to get people in the shop buy all these toys at like dirt cheap prices uh, and then get them to buy other stuff so they'll make their profit and make the money back that way so i, th I think some items might have even been selling at a, a loss because they knew they'd make the money in, in other places um but there was one year where toy story toys were massive they were huge. I mean, we even had people phoning us saying, I know you're going to have this on sale. 
please save it for me. And he was like, we can't, we're not allowed to. We can't save anything. You, you, you have to be here. And f- it would be, in those days, Sainsbury's on the Coney, where I worked, was 24 hours. It's not anymore. Mm. So from one minute past midnight, that toy sale started. Mm. So I've actually seen grown adults fight over a Buzz Lightyear toy. And it was, and it was, you know, the one that came in the spaceship. It wasn't like in a box. It was in, I mean, it was a box, but it was like the spaceship that he's in yeah. in the film. Yeah. Um, and it was the last one on the shelf. Two people grabbed it at the same time and it became a, the, I had it, I had it, I had it, I had it, I had it. And they were going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And I'm thinking, I wasn't a manager in those days, you know, and I'm thinking somebody kind of needs to step in and, stop this because this is a little bit you know crazy and nobody was like there's quite a few of us like staff wise there's a few managers about and there's no one so, so you say there's a few people watching at this point yeah yes. it was it's become a spectator sport and we're all kind of just watching this madness ensue so i actually go over i i put my arms around the buzz Lightyear toy and i turn away and i said neither of you can have it uh, and they oh. were like what what i was like if you're gonna behave like that neither of you can have it and I, I took it away. I actually didn't put it back on the shelf until the next day, so that nobody I was could say. And now I have them. a Buzz Lightyear toy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I should have bought them. I should have sold them on eBay. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely should have done because I would have got oh your 50% staff discount, off, staff discount, and then would have like. But I should have bought them and kept them. I should have kept them till now because they'd be worth something now. You know, worth quite valuable now. But you know, it's not uh, to do be. You, oh no, I've made a mistake. Oh God! Simon is squirting. <laughs> oh, it went on the mic. Oh, it's on your mic. It's on this side as well. So, for those that are listening, Simon I has licked. just put, shoved the lime so hard into his Corona, <laughs> which sounds bad as it is, that it squirted all over the place. Mate, it actually flew over your. Have you got anything in that corner that's wet now? Well, that shouldn't the, be wet. Just all the Christmas gifts. Oh, I, <laughs> I put the, I put the, I put the lime in, and it started to froth. So I put my thumb over it, thinking, well, that will stop it. And I could just feel the pressure under my thumb. And then I let go, and it's sort of champagne bottled. And then it went on the microphone. And then I licked the microphone. And I'm upset with myself for licking the microphone. It's a whole. It's apologies okay. about that. Do you know? Do you know what you're meant to do? If you put your thumb over it, the pressure's then trying to get out. But if you put your finger in it. It stops it from fizzing over. So next time you you see the the bubbles are going to come over, put your finger in it, and it stops it from fizzing mm. over. I'm not, I'm not dicking about. It it does Physics. work. I've done it a few times and it works. Yeah. Okay. 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 There you go. <laughs> Dom and I had a nice uh, champagne night the other night. I uh, did. It was really fun. Yeah. But okay, right. So can you tell us? So okay. So then. That was it with the Toy Story thing. That's crazy. Was it like around when Toy Story 4 was coming out, maybe? Uh, that came out like, what, four four years ago, five years ago, something like that? No, this, I wasn't a manager then. so I was, it, was just I was ran, a, it was just random. Toy Story was, was the flavor of Christmas. Yeah, it might have been. When was the first one out? 90-something. Wouldn't have been that one then. <laughs> <laughs> the third one came out like maybe, what, 2000 and. 9 2010 2011 it was i'm gonna say 2000 post university so it would have been after 2008 
to me. So it would have been around then. Toy Story 3 came out in 2010. Okay, so it would have been so around then. Probably then. I, I witnessed yeah. two full-grown adults going at each other. But yeah, I've I've had lo- like, I remember I'd started work, What this is again another time at, at my previous employer. Uh, I had started work at probably 12 in the afternoon and Call of Duty uh, Black Ops, the first one, came out that the next day so again 24 hour shop one minute past midnight you can start selling that shit or at midnight you can start selling it and i'd sort of said to my boss at the time is anyone we were supposed to this is a big deal like this and i've been selling her for a while i was like but this is a big deal um so we kind of need someone to man the kind of customer service desk because people will be asking for this uh, I know we don't normally have it open, but we 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 need someone there. Um, and she was like, "Well, do you want to stay and do it?" So I was like, "Yeah, okay." So I ended up staying till like three, four in the morning, selling this game. But the queue started gathering about ten p.m. Wow. It was massive. And you remember, like the customer service that used to be near, well, is kind of where it is now at the front of the shop. And this is a big store. It's like a massive shop, and the queue went all the way up past, like where all the tills are all the way back down past where I was and then all the way back up again. And yeah, it's just people having problems with other people pushing in and this, that and the other. And it's just like, oh, I think people, I people think didn't know where the queue started or where it ended. You know, it's, it was nuts. I think that from memory, I think that was also 2010. It's probably the same night. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I have to Google it now because that was when I... But I got I bought that game. I was one of them people. I didn't queue up on whatever, but like the day after or whatever. And I got it for um for when I'd like moved into my first flat with F. Yep, twenty ten. Ninth of November twenty ten. Nice. There didn't you really played games like that, really. I did in those I did in those days, but that's pretty much the end. I haven't really played video games since then was that like 13 14 years ago but i did have a bit i did enjoy battlefront for a bit maybe about nine or ten years ago i don't know nice well (laughs) yes that's my crazy toy stories um and dealing with fighting people but yeah it felt it felt right the only thing we didn't have was a ball pit and then a big austrian bloke getting whacked (laughs) <laughs> by loads of mums with big heavy handbags and he was running after that ball just for the opportunity to try and win not even to win but the people yeah. in the shop were being such dicks about it they really were but i actually thought though that is i was thinking is that a fair way of doing it or actually you could have just had an had a, a line and it's first come first served yeah like, why did you have to have some sort of lottery? Because I, I think so many of them pile in and destroy the place that it's kind of like that maybe it is the, the easiest way of handling it. Because first come, first serve is difficult because people will argue that I came mm. first, I came first. Whereas if you've got a like a ball with a number on it, like a bingo it's ball, yours. Yeah, yeah. and it's drawn, it's kind of like that's definitely you're the only winner then. But you know yeah. that if that had happened and it had drawn the number, it would have been a fight for that number. 
yeah. rather than rather than the shop accepting that that person had that number at the time it would have been who's got it by the end you know we'll give them the, the toy so it would have been more chaotic i think with the number yeah makes sense makes sense <laughs> okay well, should we talk about the parade so i mean well, well yeah. before we get there first howard uh just goes to the extreme because phil hartman the whole movie is hitting on his wife he likes to hit on multiple people's wives and he even you know puts the star on the tree has the phone call moment of put the cookie down can you do it put the cookie down there you go that was good and one more time that's satisfying put the (laughs) put the cookie down (laughs) there you go those are my cookies i can't do it (laughs) And I wish I could. I really do. And so Howard's kind of getting a little bit at the wrong end of the stick. But also, you should have just been home on Christmas Eve. That's not there for to say, hey, if you're not home on Christmas Eve, your next door neighbor can move in on your wife. Obviously not. But, <laughs> you know. And Watch out. <laughs> but he almost burns down his neighbor's house, stealing from him. He does have a moment of consciousness and realizes actually what am i doing and he's going to put the turbo man back so that does kind of he saw the error of his ways you know um before being told that he had uh done wrong but then he accidentally does burn things in his house i mean the rug goes up he then kicks the head of the the of Balthazar from the nativity you know one of the three kings kicks his head out the window and what really got me about this bit right is that Liz the wife then turns to Ted and is like Ted can you take us to the parade and he's mm. like sure Liz I'll take you and then looks back at Arnie and is like you can't bench press your way out of this one it's like I'd be like fuck no Liz your husband's just trying to burn my house down and smash the fucking window. I need to sort this shit out now. He owes me a lot of money. I'm not going fucking anywhere. If you want to lift, ask one of the other neighbours that hasn't had their house destroyed by your dickhead husband letting a reindeer in here. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. why, that's the conversation I'd be having. But yeah. he's he's all about the chirps, isn't he? <laughs> he would do anything, anything to get Jiggy. Anything. Yeah. He's, he's, I mean... It doesn't work out for him, though, in the end. He gets eggnog spilt on him. Yes, across the face. Bless him. Eggnog, I don't think I've ever had it, but it sounds terrible. Sounds disgusting, doesn't it? I've never had it either. I think uh, we used to sell it, but like in a carton in the milk section, but like once, like literally once at one Christmas. And people were like, oh, eggnog, and bought it, and it was like never sold it again. It yeah, it just seems like such an American ism. Yeah. Rather than is there a UK equivalent? What would a UK equivalent be? Um Christmas pudding. <laughs> there you go, which is disgusting. My my dad <laughs> my, my dad really uh likes Christmas pudding, but as, yeah. as I've got older I've I, I like it. I like it now. Okay. It's a, it's a grower. Not a shower. So, 
<laughs> no one wants. I don't want to see Christmas pudding on Christmas Day. I'll be upset. Uh, okay, and so he also does punch a reindeer and then afterwards make up with it by feeding it beer. Yes. I mean, the best way to get through to any animal is to get it drunk. Yeah. Yeah, fact. Then we get to the parade and you've got these two announcers sort of commentating from like a TV station, the parade. Did you notice or recognise the woman? Yes, and I couldn't place it i was like where is she from mm-hmm. i couldn't place it i haven't like fact checked this with imdb but i'm certain that she is michael scott's uh, um when he is like the other man where she oh. works is like the bar manager when he's yeah. date mike and and then uh he goes to like see her husband when he's like a baseball coach or something <laughs> Donna Donna yeah that sounds right Donna Donna that is interested in him but she's not like the sign the signals are weird in the office but he he was right and he was right they were wrong yeah 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 yeah. hey I'm Dave Mike nice to meet me (laughs) horrible episode but brilliant the best uh, wait yes. yeah talk can you talk us through the parade i can do my very best the parade looks all fun and cuddly at the beginning we you know we have paddington he's there g- giving out hugs to to children in the crowd um there's all sorts of other t- television characters and you know likable figures uh that are appearing and then the, the main event that the, i mean the police even have a float coming through with a trampoline on it and a police doing back police officer doing backflips and stuff on it. But the it main, really the main was float confusing. The the main float we want to see is the the Turbo Man float, and he's going to come and uh, y- you know Arnold Schwarzenegger has been thrown into this costume because he happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time, running away from a police officer because he is a, cr- a criminal uh, and should be arrested for his crimes. He then ends up in the Turbo Man costume, comes through the top of the float, and is like there ready to go, ready to be Turbo Man, but he has absolutely no idea what's going on. And the weird dog bear thing has to tell him what to do. Um, And uh, the whole point of it is that Turbo Man gives a Turbo Man doll away to one kid in the crowd. That's convenient. Uh, (laughs) But it's going to be stopped by his arch nemesis uh, or like attempted to be stopped by his arch nemesis. Um, And... We see um, Arnie obviously doing his best and he's like pointing and he's like, I pick you. And then his mic gets turned on. He's like, Jamie, I pick you, give you the toy. Um, so Jamie's, Jamie's select is like, oh my God, like me, I'm going to be a Jedi. He runs up on the float, <laughs> goes and claims his prize. He's like, yeah, fucking yeah, I got a fucking lightsaber. He hasn't got a lightsaber. He has a Turbo Man toy. Puts it in his rucksack and he's like really happy. And then... Sinbad reappears like is it My- Myron is that the name yeah, of the Myron, yeah Myron appears and get just chaos starts again starts chasing Jamie Jamie karate kicks him in the nuts which was good job Jamie well done goes goes through his legs keeps running like climbs up loads of stuff everybody thinks it's part of the parade and part of the show except Liz and Liz is like 
what the hell that's like save my son to the police and the police are like oh my god just watching um and then yeah turbo man does all these turbo man things what was the boomerang called turbo, turbo rang nice. we're, we're nice. making it up but it sounds right it sounds right doesn't it turbo rang um i'm like hits him in the head and he's got this, this huge brain thing and yeah it's all a bit crazy but he saves jamie in the end from this huge fall by using his turbo pack but yeah and then jamie, jamie accepts him he accepts him as his dad and actually accepts him as his dad by saying i don't need this turbo man toy because i've got the real thing at home yeah it's just a shame jamie that he's not going to be there He'd rather be selling mattresses to <laughs> anybody that he can. He's all about the number one customer. Is this all about the money, Jamie? That's <laughs> all he's about. <laughs> yep, does not care about you one bit. Had a nice Damn. house though. They had a sunken living room. You know, a living room you walk down a step into. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. How do you feel about that? The sunken living room. Yeah. F really likes that. She really right. likes the idea of a sunken living room, yeah. Are you going to do that in your current edifice? I don't think so. No? I, too I much don't think so. Building work. Too much sinking. <laughs> yeah. Too much sinking. Don't want to affect the foundations <laughs> of the building. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Though I think you probably could do that, though. not Because you have to you go up a couple steps to get into the house, so it's already risen a little bit. What so you, you could do could... is you could put wooden decking in right bear mm -hmm. with me except okay. for the middle part of your living room or like right. the, the box the bit that you don't want to be raised yeah right so everything else is like wooden decked to a certain level okay except that bit of the living room and then jobs are good and you don't have to actually like destroy the floor what we're we thinking you could do that across the whole you could wooden deck the whole lower floor of your house yeah Right, so it's all at the same level then. Uh-huh. Except for that bit of the living room. So it's mm. that sunken floor feeling. Mm. You know. <laughs> mm. Might be a bit clunky when you walk around, but that's okay. Mm. You'd be okay with that. Yeah, particularly if but I've got wood, wooden shoes on. Yeah, clogs. You often wear clogs. Wood on wood. <laughs> Just <laughs> can't sneak around the house that way. <laughs> Every, everyone knows where again. you are no <laughs> <laughs> down the hallway so jingle all the way uh let's give our subjective and objective views what does it mean to us personally even though you don't have a history with it dom you can still tell us what does it mean to you from a 90 mid 90s arnie perspective you've also had three unbeknown to you cast and crew members on your podcast at some point in time i got two of them one of them i didn't know and one of them i wasn't even there for it's true <laughs> it's true but you should have listened you should have okay. known okay. sorry but well you don't have to listen your life is your own what have you got dom what's your personal subjective rating out of 10 jingle all the way um look i i, I think arnie's great but in this, he's like, it's just too much. It's just too much. Just tone tone it down, Arnold, okay? okay? And all the craziness that, that happens. And it's there's a lot of stupidity for no reason. And, and you, I hate, you hate well, stupidity. I, I struggle with that. So 
I think I'm going to give it, and I'm going to call it a generous five. Um, <laughs> because it, you know, it's Christmassy and it's quite entertaining, I suppose. Uh, the acting isn't great. Script isn't great. The action isn't great. But we'll go middle of the road because, you know, we all love Arnie, really. And his nonsense. So, five. What about you, Simon? <laughs> Wait, and I well, was going to give it a four. But wait, what's your five. what's your objective? That's uh, what it means to you personally. What is what's your film critic hat? Uh, it's like two. <sighs> wow, a two. Yeah, I think it's the lowest I've ever gone, but it's a two. Is this the worst film you've ever seen on the podcast? Remembering that you've seen the thirteenth year, that was a boy that became like a mermaid, <laughs> dolphin boy. Yeah, or mermaid boy. Yeah. Um. Okay, fundamentally speaking, is Smart House a better film than this? Yes. Is there any film we've covered that's... Is this the worst film we've ever covered on the podcast? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Seems that way, doesn't Remember, it? Remember, also, do you prefer Blades of Glory to this? Oh, no. What did I give Blades of Glory? I can't remember, but I feel like that's the f- movie you've disliked the most that we've covered. Okay, look, I'll go to three. I'm not. Hey, hey, I, I have no bear. I don't care. I was just asking. Well, I do care, but I mean, I'm just asking in the context for the I'll listeners to, to I'll understand. I'll go to three, just just out of in, out of not interest, out of like respect for for certain things in the film. We spoke to Brian. We love Arnie. Whatever. But it can't be any higher than that for me. I can't. I can't go there. I'm afraid. Sorry. Yeah, need uh, we need to apologise to me. We need to get. We, we need to get yours though. I feel like yours are going to be naturally a little bit higher than mine. They usually sure. are. Um, just a kinder, <laughs> kinder person. But I, I would say, subjectively, personally, maybe a six. Like. Just more because it's fun. Like I could just this is a, this is the this is a quintessential example of a movie you can have on in the background while you're doing other stuff, and it really doesn't matter. And you can look up and be like, "Ha ha, Arnold," and that's it. Like, ah, oh, Sinbad. Okay, you know, good times. You don't need to pay attention. Nothing else. Objectively, though, I agree. I think it's like uh, a three or a four. My four, I would say four, and it's a kindness because I really do like Arnold. So, yeah. Okay. So there we go. That's what we're calling it. Let us know, people, in the comments on Patreon or Instagram or any of those places, what you think of Jingle All the Way, what you would rate it subjectively, objectively. Dom, people can find us on Instagram. Yes, at Ravens Podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast... And how could you not? Check us out, ravenshoops.net. Why, Dom? Because basketballs go through. Hoops. But turbo men also go through. Nets. Ravenshoops.net. There you'll find our Patreon with all our additional perks and wonderments for you to enjoy. (laughs) Wonderments. I like it. (laughs) Uh, Any final words, Dom? Uh, no, just thank you for everyone for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. 
sorry if this is a close uh, film to your heart and we've kind of trampled on it a little bit, but, you know, we do it in the We do. Like, it's all good times. And, and anybody that's listening, even if it's after Christmas by the time you hear this, hope you have a great festive season. Good New Year. Thank you for for rocking with us how do you feel about that expression I felt like as soon as I said it I felt like Dom didn't like that no it's okay it's alright I, I can cope with that <laughs> he can cope doesn't mean he okay. likes it no no but, you know it's 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 possible Dom can you give us an Arnold Ravens on free to send us out okay I can do that Simon get your mother <laughs> Okay. Put the cookie down. Now. Oh, we're going to do Ravens on three. Okay? Yeah. Okay. One. Two. Yeah. Three. Ravens. The Ravens. <laughs> <laughs>